This podcast is brought to you by Bonus Room Productions, and we own this town. I am Jason T. Mears Esquire. And I'm Kelly Hoyle Bullock. And we are San Dimas Today. How's it going, Kelly? JT, it's one of the greatest days of my entire life. Uh, me too, but you, you go ahead. They just started shooting Bill and Ted Face the Music today, right now. They're probably still shooting it right now. Fantastic. I, I'm just so excited. I, I saw uh, uh, Alex Winter had that shot on uh, Instagram mm-hmm. with the Sweet Wild Stallions sweatshirt, which yep. I'm going to be purchasing whenever like those an, are Like kind massive. of an updated font there? Yeah, it I was noticed. like, it was. It did not look homemade, which mm-hmm. I have some theories about. But okay. um, that was great. And then also Ed Solomon posted the very first shot, yeah. which uh, I also have some theories about. Two people in it that aren't Keanu and Alex Winter. Right, right, right. I have some theories. Anyway. Okay. You don't want to talk about them? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. There will be time. We will get to them. We will get to All them. All right. So we've got that. We've got some casting updates. And then we've got a very special guest today. Tell us about our guest. A friend of the pod, longtime pal, the voice, the beautiful voice of our intro, Miss Becky Delius is here in the studio with us. Welcome to the studio. Hey, guys. Thank you. Becky agreed to kind of uh, be our intro person for a podcast about movies which she had never seen before. Ever. <laughs> and so a few weeks back, I made her, made her watch them. Back to back. Back to in back. In one sitting. That's right. Yeah. It was good, though. Yeah, I never watched them as a kid, I guess. Was I, I wasn't too young. I don't know. I just, maybe I thought they were like teenage boy movies or you, something. You maybe were like a little, just a little, because you're a few years younger than us. Right. And so you might have missed the boat. Just a little bit. Just by a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved Keanu Reeves, no doubt. <laughs> but yeah, I that was like maybe happening before I was sort of aware of that culturally or whatever. Had you seen Lost Boys? Um, so I f- so I have seen Lost Boys, but it's one of those things where you know something is like so so ingrained in your like cultural awareness that you're like, did I watch that movie when I was a kid, or do I just <laughs> know everything about that movie because I live in the world? Kind of like the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, sort of. But so I've seen Lost Boys, but I don't think I saw it like at the time that okay. it was in theaters right. and stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just visions of a shirtless, oiled up saxophone player. You're like, where did that guy come from? Oh, My dreams. I must have seen oh, me, well, the movie. Yeah. I, I, I vividly remember there's a scene in Lost Boys, right, where they like open a box of like Chinese food and it's maggots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that imprinted heavily. Okay, on okay, me. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I can't wait to dig into your thoughts on those movies, but yeah. let, let's get to some of this casting news. Some all right. of the uh, major casting news. news. Yes. It's yes. really all coming together. The IMDb page has really filled up this past week they're listing an office worker on there now that's yeah, how intense this is getting and I, I i have not seen one internet article about this so i think we're breaking this news angela batty i don't know uh she's playing an office worker in the movie all so, right yeah way to go angela yeah, yeah, yeah welcome aboard welcome to the team welcome to team wild I, I did look on her her imdb and it looks like she's in some post-production for some other stuff this show tall girl on netflix okay nice no, way to go great. Uh, i'm stoked to have her on board all right so um, first big news we got, it was three roles, uh, two returning, and then we've got a new actor playing an old role. We have Beck Bennett from Saturday Night Live playing Deacon Logan, mm-hmm. and hopefully playing drug dealer Deacon Logan like you and I predicted. Yes, for sure. Um, sadly, the role did not go to Timothy Oliphant, but I was thinking about this. Timothy Oliphant, same exact age as Keanu Reeves, so... 
Well, when we get to some more casting, I think we can talk about the elasticity of age in the in That's film, true. So. Good point. Good point. Uh, uh, <laughs> so we have Hal Landon mm-hmm. back as uh, Captain Logan. Now, on IMDb, he's listed as Captain Logan. Right. In the uh, what? What the the press release? Police Chief Logan. So no, 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 sir. Police Chief Chet, oh, Chet Logan. Logan, which blew my mind, Becky. I mean, you've seen the movies now, so yeah. Did you know that he was Chet? No. No, you did not. No. And you know why? Um, no. Because they didn't use the name Chet in the movies. Oh. <laughs> the name Chet, I looked into this, first appeared in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, the cartoon series. Oh, my goodness. You've been holding out on me. I just found out, man. I just found out. <laughs> I, I, I looked into this because it was blowing my mind. He was named Chet in the cartoon series. All right. In a flashback episode where it revealed Chet Logan used to be in a band. But he was fired from oh, the band. Oh, my word. Because he was not punctual and okay. he, he couldn't make it to practice on time. So how long after the movies did the cartoon come out? Well, the cartoon actually came out before the second film. Oh, So okay. they actually uh, had the cartoon going on while they were producing Bogus mm-hmm. Journey. And they were making the transition to the TV series, but they held on uh, like... Uh, releasing the TV series until Bogus Journey made its money back. So just kind of weird. But at first, the first season of the cartoon series actually had the voice actors yeah. from the movie. Yeah. So which you had Keanu Reeves, which is incredible. Alex Winter, Clarence Clemens, like all these people. Was George it Carlin. good? No. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 no, it was not good. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty terrible. But for like a late 80s, early 90s Saturday morning cartoon, not terrible. I right. mean- Worthy of having a crappy cereal, okay. for sure, but but uh, <laughs> not worthy of showing up on Boomerang. Right, right. Yeah. So anyway, the second season, they changed the cast to the uh, low-rent actors. No offense to these actors, but the actors that they had replace the main actors, like the, the Fox equivalent of Keanu Reeves, that stuff. Uh, and then they did the voices. So it was like right at that time period. Is that too much of an explanation there? Uh, that's great. I won't edit that out at all. No, it's going to stand there forever. <laughs> I uh, forgot what the question was. Yes. <laughs> so did I. Well, I, I do like the idea. I love the idea of that backstory of, of Ted's dad having like flamed out in a band on his own. Maybe that's part of the reason he's so pissed off at his kid. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's a good find, by the way. Hey. Excellent job. Well done. Good half-ass research you did. Hey. <laughs> I do what I can, which is so, half of it. So even more exciting than Hal coming back mm-hmm. is Missy is back. Oh, man. Amy, and forgive us if we mispronounce your last name. I'm just going to go with Stoke, Amy Stoke. But I think that's may- right. Maybe it's pronounced differently. I think it's Amy Stoke. Um, so she's back as Missy. Uh, I, I did some digging on Amy. Amy is Dr. Amy Stoke. She is a teacher of theater history. I got her Ph.D., like seven years ago. Uh, additional casting news. Yeah, this is uh, interesting. They, they cast the princesses. Yes. Uh, two known quantities, but again, they've been recast. So we have uh, Jema Mays playing Joanna. Jema, you might know, I knew from Glee. She played uh, the love interest in, in Glee. Mm-hmm. Fantastic actress. I think she's going to do great as yep. Joanna. And then... I was really excited about this. Aaron Hayes as Elizabeth. Right. Um, if you've seen Children's Hospital, she is hilarious. Yeah, she's done like a lot of stuff with comedy Bang Bang, right? Yep, yep. And she's also the person that was most recently and most famously fired from Kevin Can Wait. Oh, okay. She was the <laughs> wife in Kevin Can Wait, and they killed her off oh, after yeah. the first season and then brought back 
I, I'm, um, what's what's her name from the King of Queens? Yes, right? yes, yes. I forget that actress's love name. Yeah. And uh, uh, Amy Schumer had a great joke about that, which was uh, <laughs> Kevin can go fuck himself. But <laughs> so um, this wraps into the age discussion, which we had alluded to earlier, right? Where uh, Tim Theolifan is the same age as Keanu, right? Yep. Um, these actresses are easily 11, 12, right. 13 they're, years younger. They're, than, they're like our age. Yeah. And um, that's, is, I mean, that's kind of a Hollywood staple, right? Like, it's a unfortunately. Bummer. I mean, I really, I, I love both these actresses. I think yeah. they're going to do a great job. I'm excited to see what they do. But I would really like to see Diane Franklin playing yeah. one of these roles again. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a bummer. It, and it's a little weird. Yeah. But yeah. I've seen a lot of internet chatter about that. People mm-hmm. upset. And I don't know. It, it It's frustrating that it's a standard. Well, we definitely had to give Diane a shout out on uh, social media when they made that casting yes, announcement that yes, day. Yeah, friend of the we, pod. we love you, Diane. Yeah, we have a few more tidbits that we can talk about that I'd like to talk about because okay. this is really interesting stuff. Uh, we got sent to us some of the casting notices for extras on this. Film, oh, right. And it's interesting the people that they're looking for. So they're looking for a lot of historical reenactors of any historical period. They're like, if you are a historical reenactor, hit us up. We could probably use you. Which is interesting because it seems like maybe at some point they're going all through time and this music is going to get played through mm-hmm. all time. I mean, if you've got Civil War reenactors or Roman legionnaires, <laughs> it, 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 it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. They also mentioned that they're looking for somebody who looks like Babe Ruth, which is... Uh, Babe Ruth was one of the original characters in the film. I don't know if you knew that, Becky. I mean, you've been following this podcast pretty well. And since you've watched the movies, I know you're, like, really into it. Right. I'm, like, very into it. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) Babe Ruth, George Washington. uh, I'm trying to think if there are a few more. But uh, just interesting. And that they were extra casting. So I don't know if that was, like, blended in. Maybe George Washington would have had a few lines and Babe Ruth would have had a few lines. Right. Or if they were just going to, like, show flashes up. I wonder if Paul Giamatti's free right now. I think hmm. he could fill any of those. How many like Babe Ruth impersonators are there right now working in I, the United States? I think any like kind of fat middle-aged white guy <laughs> with short hair could pull it off. I mean, John Goodman famously played him in the movie Babe. Yeah. That's yeah. the one movie iteration of Babe Ruth I can even think of. But I, if you were like, I want to throw a baseball theme party and I need a Babe Ruth, like how hard would it be to like scare one up? It, it had to be, it'd have to be super easy. I mean, just a guy in pinstripes who's kind of pudgy with okay. short hair. All right. I mean, but like there are purists who would be like, well, Babe Ruth had brown eyes and <laughs> a heavy uh, brow and this guy uh, yeah, doesn't. You're probably right. And like, you're probably right. I, yeah. I think what Jason's saying, either one of us are available to play Babe Ruth. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to like, shave, Kelly. You'd yeah. have to shave, but <laughs> uh, oh, also a caveman, right? That was something they were like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. you could be a caveman for sure. Oh, yeah. is that a compliment? It's, just, that, uh... <laughs> it's not not a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> the Geico. If I got that real crow magnum look going on, is that what's happening? <laughs> you just have kind I'm of... just a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> you just have kind of like a primal vibe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. No, it's like not think... bad. Oh, an Asian emperor. That was the other one. Okay. An Asian emperor. I don't think I can pull that off. Do they need an Asian person? Because I feel like in Hollywood, too, you don't really have to be the same. Uh, Here's the thing with the the Babe Ruth casting. The age requirement is age 20 to age 50. 20? Like a 20-year-old Babe Ruth? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To be George Washington, male, 35 plus. Which makes sense because, you know, you have to be 35 to be president. So, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Queen Elizabeth, that's another one. And then uh, if anybody out there happens to look like Bill or Ted, they're looking for uh, people to be stand-ins. Interesting. Yeah. 
Okay, and sorry. That's that's okay. It, that's cool. And we we had heard that they were they were there's so much interest in being an extra down in New Orleans that they're actually holding a lottery. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to get in, yeah. Okay, so all right, Becky. Yeah. Becky. Yes. What did you think of the first movie? That's such a huge question. <laughs> it is. Do you <laughs> specific? Well, he, okay. So here's the first thing that I liked about the movie. Okay. Because I am the kind of person that. I get really anxious, period. But I get anxious, like with movies, when I am like, I don't know what's going to happen. And for me, it kind of takes some of the enjoyment out of it mm-hmm. because I'm constantly like, even if it's a comedy, I'm just like, I just want to know. So I always like read the Wikipedia. I always like read Reddit for spoilers, or whatever. Like I have to know like what is going to happen before I watch a movie so I can actually enjoy it. So what I liked about Bill and Ted was like pretty early on when you see Bill and Ted and the exchange in the parking lot. I'm like, oh, so it's fine. So you're kind of seeing the ending first. Like, oh, okay. Like, I can relax now. Like, they're not going to die. Right. Like, they're not going to, like, it, it's fine. Like, it's totally fine. S- stakes are somewhat low. I felt right. safe. You yeah. know what I mean? I felt like I was in a safe place. <laughs> good, good. So, so that was good. So there was sort of, it almost felt like in a lot of it that Keanu and Alex were didn't know exactly what they were doing. And they were sort of allowed to not know what they were doing. And it came across almost like they sort of gave these guys a script and then they were like, but it's do whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, like it's (laughs) if you can kind of flesh it out yourself. I don't know. It just it really felt like watching two teenage dudes like kind of bumble their way around and through um, history. But I liked it. I don't. The second one was like off the rails. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do you think it was off the rails in a good way or a bad way? Well, or either. It was just like, wow, that's different. I did not see that coming. Yeah, there were a couple of times where I looked over at Kelly and I and I said, I don't know what's happening anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And so we would pause the movie and I would like kind of get right. Like, what? What's the the thing that like morphs into another thing? Station. 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 Okay, why is he called Station? They were writing the script. It was a late night. Like, they've been banging it out for hours and hours and hours. And they tried cutting out this one scene set in a police station. Yep. They cut everything out except for the word station. Right. And when they went back and looked at it, they're like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I think they got pretty drunk and just started yelling station. And they were just like, we have to keep this in the movie. (laughs) Okay. What what was that thing? It's a Martian. Yeah. but Martian. Okay. He's the, the universe's greatest scientist. They had right. to get the universe's greatest scientists to be able to yeah. build the good robots. Yeah. yeah. I just felt like there were, I had a lot of questions about that character. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the first one. So, I mean, I loved Socrates. Like, I loved Napoleon. Obviously, mm-hmm. they were, I, I don't know. They, I mean, all the characters are, are, they looked like who they're supposed to look like. Um, it was high energy. It was fun. I didn't, you know, bef- I was prepped beforehand that there was an uncomfortable three-letter word that was going to be said yep. in both yep. movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, How'd you feel about that? Yeah. So, honestly, you know what? I actually, like, I kind of, well, no, I didn't miss it. Okay. So, yeah. So, after I watched the first one, I kind of forgotten that they even said it in the first one. But I guess because it sort of happened and it didn't feel that word to me, just because of the world that we live in, like always should bristle you a little mm-hmm. bit. And so I was kind of warned that like it's going to be there and try to just put it. <laughs> it was a different time, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of malice, right, in the way. Yeah, it was. It. There wasn't a lot of malice. It did feel like two like idiot teenage kids like saying it to one another and mm-hmm. not necessarily maybe even knowing what it meant. Right. Um. Yeah. But the second movie when they said it, it was like, Ugh. you know, like it just it felt grosser or something. Mm-hmm. Um. But but also in the second movie, 
so there, you know the scene in the second movie where like bad Bill and bad Ted are like trashing good Bill and good Ted's apartment mm-hmm. and um, they're I forget whose head but one of their heads oh yeah so Ted's head Ted's head comes <laughs> off and Bill is like oh I'll get it for you dude and I was like that's very out of character because if they're like assholes like why is he helping his friend out <laughs> and, I, and I, I like spend like an inordinate amount of time thinking about that like what that decision yep. was I was yep. like why are you helping him he's like I've thought about that too. And actually, I have a theory about this. Okay. I, I, I think it, it, it. Can you believe it? <laughs> who knew? Uh, Denomalos, who created these two evil robots, where the robots had to be based on Bill and Ted in order yeah. to be believable versions of Bill and Ted, they had to be programmed with this affinity for one another. So yeah. I think, like, the. And th- there's some stuff in the first movie too where um, Ted talks about, you know, turning up the mambo on uh, one of Bill's. Uh, solos mm-hmm. during a, a performance that they had. So they, they the characters do like yeah. rib each other a little bit, but I think in that instance, that was the programming of Bill and Ted shining through in the evil robot us's. <laughs> and that's why he was helpful in that. Yeah, incident. it was so weird. But then in the first one, so I love the whole thing with like the mom, like, wait, which one is that? Which M- one? Missy. Missy. Yeah, Missy, right. So Missy. But that's Ted's mom. Uh, well, it, it's Bill's stepmom. And then in the second right. film, yeah. then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that was, I, I also like watching that. I was like, how uncomfortable would that be? Really <laughs> that would be terrible. Well, it's like, well, it does play into Jason's theory that Missy's the true power player of, oh, of the series. You yeah. Know what I mean? And so the same, like she never came across as ditzy to me okay. either. I mean, if anything, it was a sort of like feigned kind of damsel thing, mm-hmm. because, but I think she's like kind of smart. She's probably like, yeah. you know, I'm gonna like hook up with these older men who adore me and I'll get this nice house and like. Yeah, I, I see that. <laughs> My theory is though, if you look at Ted's house in, in the first film, right? It's like a one story kind of ranch. Yeah. It's it's all brown and beige and looks kind of sad. The And Bill's house is like a two story. They have know? a pool. Yeah, they have a pool. Yeah. It's like nice, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, I think Missy's the one with the money in this situation. I really think she's the one with the money. <laughs> That's because, a plot twist. You know, like, she's got the nice car. She's got the house with the pool. Right. Yeah. And then when, in the second film, when uh, the princesses are, are, like, captured from Missy's house. Right. That's a really nice Yeah, house. it's yeah. a serious upgrade. It's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Yeah, and I also thought that, like, the first dad that she's married to is, like, he doesn't seem, like, cool enough or hot enough or even, like, he, d- he didn't carry himself like a wealthy man. And I was no, just like, how no. did he get this? Yeah. What happened yeah. here? <laughs> you might be onto something there. But, you know, I, I thought, so I had a couple people who, when I told them that I was watching the movies, like the opinions were on like polar opposite. So nobody was like, oh, yeah, that movie's cool. Everybody was like, oh, God, why? Or they were like, yeah, those movies are awesome. <laughs> so I, it's like it was kind of interesting. And I think it is one of those movies that, I mean, I have them for myself where you watch them at such an impressionable age and they just like become part of the fiber of like who you are and how you identify yourself. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and, and but, but it doesn't always track, right? Like you can watch that stuff later and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, God, that was terrible. Or, or, or you watch it for the first time as an adult and you're like, I don't get the big deal about this, you know? <laughs> like, I had, a, I had a friend who, like, watched The Wizard of Oz as, as, like, an adult, and they were like, I don't get it. And I was just like, well, you didn't watch it when you were, like, seven, <laughs> right, you know? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, my dad, My dad is still scared of flying monkeys because he saw that as a child. <laughs> well, to be yeah. fair, flying monkeys are frightening, right? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing friendly about a flying monkey. <laughs> but, but I think Bill and Ted is sort of similar, you know? I mean, it's, it's kind of a, like... 
I get it. It's like it's a, it's a goofy movie, right? Mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. two guys. It's very like. Um, I mean, it has the stamp of the '80s, I guess, on it. And, yeah. Um, I could see we're seeing it, but I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Even mm. now, as like a thirty-something, my age is elastic as well. So a yeah, thirty yeah. mid thirties um, woman, you know, I thought it was cool, and I I appreciated. Um, I mean, to me, it was like a better version of going on like a school field trip to like a wax museum or something. Right. You know, okay. I'm like, if they had just maybe play this in classrooms maybe kids would be more into history you know I'm pretty sure they <laughs> I agree that Henderson <laughs> High School once or twice, but. yeah I mean I loved I loved Napoleon like it was yeah. so good yeah. and I felt they I feel like they did bizarrely like a super good job with kind of nailing some of the nuance of those historical characters yeah. mm-hmm. um I mean obviously everybody knows like Napoleon's small and he's you know mm-hmm. and he's kind of pissy and whatever but I, I don't know but I thought those actors did such a good job yeah. of really like encompassing yeah. who like, who what we think of those people and like Socrates and I don't know I, I, I thought it was rad you know Terry Camilleri who played Napoleon he got pretty much free reign to do like a lot of that is just him because uh, he yeah. had very little lines in the film so right. he came up with the you know uh, uh, <laughs> sliding down the bowling alley and like Slamming yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Well, he's like knocking kids out of the way at Waterloo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's perfect. I mean, like, what do kids amazing. mean to Napoleon? He doesn't right. care. He isn't, you know, kids were like on the battlefield at 12 years old, you know, and right. he was like, we well, didn't give a shit, you right. know? Right. He's, right. Like, he's like, you peasants are expendable. Like, get out of my way, you know? Yeah. I thought it was perfect. Um, yeah. And then the second one, I wish, you know, I wish I had more opinions about the second one, but honestly, it just like, I just had a tough time with it. No, I can I can see that, so, especially if you're watching it back to back. Yeah, and we it, were drinking a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> you know what? One of the things for me, because you know, we we were both, I think, in agreement that we're a little we're more partial to that first movie, and a lot of it's what we have discussed. It's just a bit warmer. The stakes are a little lower. It's safer. Mm-hmm. With the second film, you know, to me, there's just always been a bit of an uncomfortable darkness to it. I will say though, um, like death, then the and the all their interactions with were like solid, yes, like yeah, Chef's yeah. Kiss, like yeah, they were I mean, per, they were like pitch perfect, yeah. and like in my car from Bill and Ted Day, like you know the little pack of like trading cards you guys have in my pack, <laughs> I got like the cool picture of death with like the p- purple smock, yes, and yes, I just have it yeah. in my car because yeah. I'm like this is the best. <laughs> it's is, wonderful. It doesn't right? it doesn't get any better than that, and that to me is like such a perfect like what a what an affable guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, just great. But one thing that that keeps me up at night worrying about, like Bill and Ted face the music, right? <laughs> Something that I'm actually concerned about. And I, of I, all the things that you could be concerned about right now, right? Just I mean, throw that on the pile. I mean, this is the most important thing. This is the most pressing thing. Is you know, knowing what we know, Kelly and I know, and and you too, Becky, because you've been listening to the podcast and you're you know, like full up on all this. But early times, two and three <laughs> yes, times. Yeah. Earlier drafts of the film and the characters themselves were much darker in the early beginnings. Like mm-hmm. the first Bill and Ted script oh. was almost like an yeah. evil Forrest Gump through time. Right. Thing. There, like, there wasn't going to be Napoleon. It was going to be Hitler. 
you know. Right. And like Bill uh, and Ted were responsible for all these dark, tragic things yeah. happening throughout the world, right? This is one of the original scripts. Yeah. And it eventually got toned down. Toned yeah. down well, toned down. was Hitler really going to be one of the characters? Well, I think they realized, like, you know, we can't. Because it's hard to make that yeah, funny. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was something <laughs> they, they realized pretty quickly they can't do a movie that stars Hitler. Right. <laughs> right. Especially a comedy star. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Genghis Khan did some terrible things, but it's that's true. so, I mean, that's. Yes. History <laughs> has softened that blow <laughs> right. just a, a little bit. bit you know? A little bit. Uh, you know, want a Twinkie, Genghis Khan? <laughs> oh, right. Uh, my concern is maybe that in the scripts, the darkness is actually baked in a little bit more. And mm-hmm. the first director did a better job of bringing out the true gem of what Bill and Ted yeah. actually were. And the second script maybe cued a little closer to the the writers mm-hmm. and what, what they were going for. And hopefully three threads that needle. I mean, the writers are much yeah, more that, mature and have a much better understanding. That's of, kind of what he was saying, that they're they're really aiming for a little bit more of the feel of the first film, but at the same time, 30-plus years of life happening to these guys. So, you yeah. know, that's, that'll be baked in as well. Yes. Yep. Um, so, sorry, to go back to the second one, um, why do, they, do you have to wear lavender in heaven? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, okay. That's that's weird. It's, <laughs> and, it's and so sort of weird. like Little House on the Prairie, yeah. sort of. Well, every everybody's but in like, like trench coats. Floral. Everybody is in a like lavender whitish version of whatever they were wearing when they died, or for, of <laughs> oh. their time period. So you've got like lavender, like boxers wearing lavender yeah. gloves and, and boxer shorts. You've got uh, lavender, you know, Uncle Buck with the Uncle Buck hat and the it trench was just, coat. I just. Like I, I love that choice, but I spent also a lot of time trying to figure it out while I was watching the movie. <laughs> and like, what, like, what, why? I, I think, need some something. I, I need like an artist statement yeah, or something. I, I think the answer is they were trying to find a cheap way to show heaven. Okay. Yeah. So like, you, you've got the big painted <laughs> mat in the background. Clouds and like harps wouldn't have worked. I guess. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so. Um, you know, they probably shot their wad doing hell, you know, because yeah. those rock breaking sequences right. were, were pretty badass. Heaven was just kind of, you know, super the, weird. Yeah, right. But, right. And, and the future was very much like Back to the Future, too. It was. I mean, that like big, poofy everything, you I've know, never giant seen that movie shoes. Either. Well, the, so the future that they. They show in Bogus Journey, it's like all the clothes are oversized, and they got. Well, they the were all versions glasses. of their clothes, right? That's, I mean, if you look at like the costumes, yeah, kind like, of. They're all like because they have like the the flannel tied around the way, mm-hmm. like, and they're all just like super kind of like artsy, futuristic, <laughs> overstated <laughs> yes. versions of their yep. clothes. No, you're absolutely right. right. Yeah, they yeah. are. They are, and uh, you know, interesting choice. But we also in the first movie had a, for my money, a much cooler version of what the future looked like with the three most important people in the world. Yeah. And, you know, like uh, when, when Bill and Ted go to the future for the first time, they're playing their music and they first say... Everybody comes out and does the guitar strum with yeah. them, you know, like yeah. a cult. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Jill Ho- Ohanison did an amazing job with that. They mm-hmm. should have all been like, who? what was that cult in California? All had like the Nikes and um, Heaven's Gate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe Heaven's Gate will make an appearance in Bill and Ted. I mean, if we're trying to keep it light, I don't see why they would. Well, I, I tell you, some of the boots... That's what they mean by face the music. <laughs> some of the boots I see people wear nowadays, yeah. I feel like that Bill uh, and Ted 2... these kids in their boots. These kids in the giant boots. We're headed straight for Bill and Ted 2 future. Yeah, all right, well. You, you know, it, at least it's a utopia. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so one of the other things we wanted to talk to you about was, uh, in addition to these great movies... 
you know, the biggest star to come out of the films. You may have heard him. His name's Keanu Reeves. And he was in that cat movie, right? He was in that cat movie. Yeah. That's right. He was the voice of the cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we are in the midst of what some might call a Keanuissance. I call it a Reevaissance. Yeah. We, we were both talking that we kind of <laughs> like that better. It's really nice. Thank you. But <clears throat> with Keanu popping up everywhere from the Colbert appearance uh, to, gosh, all these movies to, you know, in the news, it seems like every other day with how awesome he is. We were wondering if you have some feelings about that. I mean... Sure. I have feelings about everything. <laughs> um, this is true. So so another movie for me that was really was really um, influential was Bram Stoker's Dracula that came out. I and, can totally see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can totally see that. <laughs> um, when I was, I want to say I was maybe like 11 or 12 when mm-hmm. that movie came out. And it was like... It's it also it's like one of those movies that you are like okay this is inf- this is actively informing who I am as a human being and mm-hmm. my likes and all, and, I'm, and he's Jonathan Harker mm-hmm. he's like a he's a huge he's like one of the main characters in that movie and like I was too young to know that th- like his portrayal people like made fun of it and they thought it was like com- but I was like this guy's awesome and he's super hot <laughs> like like yeah this is mm-hmm. rad you know and so to me keanu is always jonathan harker he's yeah. always like the guy from from dracula and then he was in apollo abdul video yeah he was um, Rush. Rush. yeah and that was also like he's so hot <laughs> um so you know what i'm glad that keanu is like back i'm glad i mean he doesn't have any like major scandals right so that's kind of rare that we know of. That you know right. of. None, <laughs> None, yet. Nothing's hit. Yeah. And I did uh. go down a rabbit hole reading all about his like girlfriend and like the mother of his um, child who unfortunately mm-hmm. passed and how she like died go, yeah. going back to a house to a party at Marilyn Manson's mm-hmm. house. Like, all this wild stuff that happened. He was like, best friends with River Phoenix. Yeah. He's just kind of this like kind of tragic like character, mm-hmm. you know? It's funny that, you know, it's been talked about a lot how you know river when river died you know i think there's a lot of roles he got that probably would have been river phoenix roles that really it it changed the trajectory of his career a little bit in yeah. like the saddest way possible right right um and if you ever get a chance to see my own private idaho it's phenomenal that stars both of them it's you know it's a shame they didn't get to do any more films together he seems like a good dude. I don't know. I mean, yeah. who knows? Like, who knows what <laughs> private lives celebrities live? But, I mean, I'm all about it. I'm all for seeing somebody who is, like, a celebrity and doing it the right way and not and who didn't get there, presumably, by manipulating people or forcing other people into bad decisions or, yeah. you know? It doesn't – I mean, he seems – like a solid, respectful person. So, more of that in Hollywood, please. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> more <laughs> of that. Everywhere. E- more right. of that everywhere. Yeah. But you know, at least if you're going to be paid millions of dollars to like, you know, play pretend, like I would rather you be a nice person doing it than Absolutely. like some dickhead, you know, <laughs> who gets rewarded for that. So, sorry, random thing I just remembered. Um, so you guys remember when Heath Ledger died? Yes. And you know, there was like that. I don't know if this is like. Truth, or if this is just a rumor, but like one of the Olsen twins was with him when he died. That's true. Yeah, and and that she immediately went to Keanu Reeves's apartment. Oh wow! Like after, like she was basically like called the police or whatever from his apartment. I always think that was. I'm always like curious about that. Interesting. What happened there? Yeah, yeah. I want to know like what the tea is. Were they living in the same building? I mean, I don't know that they were in the same building, but like I think she went there i don't know yeah, yeah. i just know if you guys had any insight i know i didn't know i had I, never heard that yeah, yeah. i mean i heard that. about the old yeah Olsen and that somehow in, and not but. that like obviously anything nefarious necessarily right, right. but 
you know. I mean, it makes sense that dude has gone through something similar and a nice guy, so you'd want to go oh, there. Oh, right. And, like, yeah, mm, maybe. You know. Or, like, this thing just happened. Right. What do I do? And he's mm. like, uh, I don't know, call the police. Do you guys go on Reddit a lot and read about Bill and Ted or, like, Keanu? I've never been on Reddit. What? I've never wow. been on Reddit. I don't I don't even know how to Reddit. You're like an adult white man with a podcast about a movie made in the 80s and you don't go on Reddit? Like, no, sorry. All right, well, we know what we're doing for homework. Reddit is incredible. Now, I've been on Reddit. You know, Jason's a very anti-spoiler guy. um, Uh, So I think he would always avoid Reddit. But, you know, these past few years of Game of Thrones, I've ended up down that rabbit hole. But it's not just spoilers. I mean, it could be like anything. Yeah. yeah. It's like Keanu. I like I guarantee you there's like a Keanu Reeves conspiracy theory thread on Reddit right now. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys should get in. You should do an episode okay. about conspiracy theories around okay. Okay. Bill and Ted. All right. I like it. Mm. Maybe we'll bring you back mm. in. I'm getting the like, oh, maybe, maybe <laughs> that's, not. That's Reddit. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or are you... Or, we about to destroy like everything we've held sacred for all these years. So thanks for having me on. What's with all what? these dead cattle? <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> all right. Uh, I want to circle back to a question I had. Nothing to do with Bill and Ted, really. But as far as movies that you loved that were super formative for you or mm-hmm. that you loved when you were kids that you've gone back and watched as an adult mm-hmm. that are still held up as classics or still revered by some people, have you gone back and seen any of those and been like, oh, God, I, I don't really care for this? Oh, you know, Legend? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. doesn't hold up at all, yeah. I don't think. Awful. I, I, I have two, <laughs> I think, pretty unpopular opinions of this. Um, like, I went back and recently watched Ghostbusters. I don't really care for Ghostbusters. <laughs> I, and I used to love that as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, and I've been lambasted for this one, Goonies. I just, I don't, I don't like Goonies oh, anymore. I, lo- I still love Goonies. I mean, Goonies. I love Goonies. There, there's a lot I do like about it, but as a movie, as a whole, it just kind of falls apart. Yeah. yeah. And like the, the, I don't know, with the fat shaming and the, the Asian jokes, it's sure. just, it's yeah. almost too much for me. Yeah. You know. I don't I, know if I, I want my daughter I, watching I, I, I can agree with you there. I think a lot of that stuff doesn't hold up. I just, gosh, I love Martha Plimpton. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's great. Man, I heart her. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any right off like the top of my head, although I know like I'll leave here and I'll be like, oh, that one. But I so I grew up watching a lot of really old movies because okay. my parents, my dad was like significantly older. And so I grew up watching a lot of movies from like the 40s. And and so especially with like Christmas movies. So have you ever seen Holiday Inn? It's like a classic. I have Bean not. Crosby. Okay. okay. So the premise being that he goes and he like um, ends up buying this inn in like upstate Vermont or somewhere and turns it into this like sort of like dinner theater place where they only have shows on holidays. And so people holiday in. Mm. And so people come and they whatever. So they do one for President's Day and there's a whole blackface thing in it. And I think watching that as a kid, I don't think I even really understood like what that was or whatever. And then getting older and watching it again with people. And so it's different sort of with like, because I studied theater and seeing our theater kids because they understood like, oh, this happened. Like, this is an unfortunate thing, Mm -hmm. part of our sort of like theatrical history. But 
like recently I was at like a holiday party and there were like a lot of people there, a lot of people that like didn't know me. And <laughs> then the host was like, oh, we're going to put on Holiday Inn. This is one of your favorite movies, right? Like I've never seen it. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like let's, let's not put yeah, it on. Like right. this is like not. And he's like, oh, yeah, let's put it on. And, I was and like, then we're going to yeah. watch Song of the South. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And also you have Gone with the Wind, right? right? And so, and, and it's, and like, so I think a lot of the movies that I'm like, it's not that I don't, I don't think they hold up, but I'm like, I understand the really uncomfortableness of these and how conflicted I feel about yeah. liking them right. and trying to sort of, I don't know. And then it gets into the whole conversation of like, do you separate the art from the artist? Do you separate the art from the time that it was made in? Like, mm-hmm. can you do that? Can you extract the good parts out of it? So. It's not that it doesn't hold up. I think that it's just like, oh, man, why the blackface? You could have done the whole movie without the blackface. Yeah, right, right. You know? The blackface adds literally nothing. Nothing, right? It's like it's Presence Day. It's like Mm. throwaway holiday anyway. Like, who cares, you know? Speaking of Song of the South, that was a fave of mine as as a young kid. The soundtrack, I I had the, like, 45s, Mm -hmm. you know, that Mm -hmm. you played on the Fisher-Price player. Yeah. Loved them. Had them all memory. Like, that's what Uncle Remus said, man. Right. And, uh, man, just... I had yeah. rough, I, rough I had, to go back. I had no idea. I don't even want to use the term, but there's a term that they use in there. I had no idea it was a euphemism for an African American, and it just like disgusting mm-hmm. thinking about that. No, yeah, but yeah, it's weird. I mean, yeah, a lot of those old Disney movies have that. Um, uh, you know, Dumbo. Good oh God, man, the original yeah. Dumbo is just oh awful. the crows, right? Oh, They're like yeah. caricatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, that movie's just too sad. So. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they remake that? I mean, like, and it's even sadder, and even like Tim Burtony creeped out yeah. weirdness, I, which is like fine. Like circuses are terrible, so if more kids don't want to go to the circus, then I'm cool with that. But also, it's fair. just like gut wrenching, yeah. you know, to watch. Although not, it's this isn't a movie, but I did go back. So my I used to watch Cheers with my parents yeah. all the time because mm-hmm. they love Cheers. Yep. And I and I remember going back as like you know I'm like oh, I've watched every single thing I want to watch. Like let's revisit something and i was like let me watch cheers and i was like this isn't funny now did you start at the first season yeah i think i probably just started at the beginning i think if you go if you uh skip directly to rebecca Mm -hmm. it's much funnier yeah because i didn't get it i was like why like this is awful yeah it was it started out just standard it's like were my parents dumb and i didn't know it (laughs) yeah I, i think the first few seasons of that in the first season or two of night court Oh, and I loved Night Court. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I loved I'm Night Court as well. I'm scared to go back. The, those first seasons, you just gotta you gotta move past them. Just don't go in with this binge watch. Gotta watch everything and get every reference. Those old sitcoms, you've gotta cut the first part out and just move on to where they found their groove yeah. and what made them special. Yeah. And they really, they really were liberal with giving shows back then a lot of time to find its stride. Right. Mm-hmm. Where now mm-hmm. you're just like, you don't hit it in the first two or three episodes, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. But I hear you. I tried and watched to watch that first season Cheers recently, and I was like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. skip yeah, ahead. Yeah, it was like not for me. I have not gone back to Night Court. I don't even know where you watch Night Court at this point. Yeah, I'm not I, sure. It's not where it's available. Sometimes it's randomly on TV. There's like that one channel that plays like old, like, like there's Three's Company or... and on stuff like that, and yeah. like Outer Limits. And sometimes you can find Night Court on there, but I dare not. Yeah, I, I wonder how like John Larroquette's character. Ooh, like terrible yeah like how yeah. that would hold up so and, pervy right but but awful on purpose yeah you know i yeah i wonder i yeah. wonder if that yeah. really plays you yeah. know <laughs> what a lethario yeah oh it's almost like that sort of like 
rape pseudo rape scene in Bill and Ted too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that. that, that that's, that's the hardest the darkness. part. Like that yep. was like I was like, this is way too. Dark. I think that's yeah. the part that I see where I'm like, yeah. It's like this is what went wrong with like Lollapalooza in the '90s, right? Like <laughs> something yeah. about that, like just aggro grunge thing that's mm-hmm. that seeped in there, you know? Oh, right. So yeah, so Bill and Ted are like, and Bill and Ted like are are these like lovable kind of like skateboard kids, right? Yeah. And they're listening to like Sunny Day Real Estate, and then <laughs> and then like something happens you know and then they're like listening to limp biscuit or whatever and and like blink 182 and they're and you don't and they're not not guys nice guys anymore and you like don't want to hang out with them anymore you know they're not like journaling Uh, about you they're like hey babe yeah smoke dope in my room my parents aren't home or whatever you know Yeah, they're meth heads by the year 2000 (laughs) yeah yeah and i just want like the sweet skater bill and ted you know Hopefully they don't travel through time to get advice from Kid Rock in this movie. Yeah. Are they going to have MAGA hats? Uh, yeah, God, that- no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, okay. Um, before we go, I do want to get to my theory about this opening shot with Bill and Ted. Okay, what I okay. think is going to happen. This very minor yeah. theory. but So this sh- opening shot, it appears to be backstage at a concert. We see the back of two rocking looking dudes. Um, one has long blonde hair. One has long dark hair. I believe what's going to happen is this opening shot is going to be a tracking shot following these two through a backstage, getting ready to play a massive concert. You're going to follow them out on stage. There's going to be a huge roaring crowd. And then it's going to reveal that these people aren't Bill and Ted and that Bill and Ted are roadies for this band. Wow. Okay. I'm just... I don't even know what to say to that. That's. I, a, I'm just... This is my theory. That is and a it, specific theory right is, there. It is a very specific All theory. All right. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Okay. Come August 2020, if I'm right or not. Okay. Is that when it comes out? Yes. That's like very soon. It's not soon enough. But are they going to be able to like do all the post-production work on this stuff that quickly? I mean, that's what they're aiming for. But, you know, when release dates like that are announced before you've even started shooting, yeah. I imagine they're going to be flexible with that release date. But they've got, what, 45, 60 days to shoot. Mm-hmm. So, and they're shooting right now as, as of today. So you got July and August. Yeah. So then you've got almost like nine months to mm-hmm. get everything yeah. edited, get all the special effects done. Becky, thank you for being here. Hey, yeah. thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, this was great. Yeah. We'll okay. have to do it again sometime. Yeah. yeah. Rewatch them again for the first time and then we can <laughs> ask you again. Like, totally. Uh, yeah. yeah. Actually, you know, uh, you can watch the, all the cartoons on uh, YouTube. So. Okay. And get started. I could watch a few. <laughs> maybe maybe the, the Fox live action series. We can... Oh, God. Do, do <laughs> you, not. Do you, not. Can you still find some of the cereal? Um, I don't think so. Mm. I've, I've found a couple boxes on they eBay. Open? They're empty boxes. Oh. Okay. Um, but if you found an unopened box, would you eat it? <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't. I mean, like, for multiple for reasons. <laughs> for multiple reasons. One of which is diabetes. And <laughs> the other is, like, I have children to live for now. So I don't know if I'd yeah. eat any sugary cereal like that anymore, even if it oh. was Bill and Ted. Ooh, wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, okay. Um, well. Yeah. Thank you. We want to thank Becky Delius for joining us today. We always want to thank Michael Eads and We Own This Town. We also want to thank Scott Bricklin and Scooby Tunes Music for the use of the most excellent tune, Walk Away, as our theme song. And we want to send our best out to the cast and crew down in New Orleans right now shooting Bill and Ted Face the Music. Sweating, Stay- sweating their yeah. asses off. No <laughs> Stay doubt. cool down there, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be excellent to each other down there. And also party on, dudes.
got to do the song because that's that's what hypes us up to do our intro. Otherwise, I'm just dead. This is dead in the water. Yeah. See this energy level currently? Yeah. You guys are weird in the daylight. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's very true. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) 